0: Oppo, featuring SuperVOOC, lightning-quick smartphone charging tech. This is Phoenix Nation on SENZ. It's just gone 3.03 here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to OPPO. Coming up on the show today David Ball, Phoenix men's striker, is going to join us ahead of the big game against the Brisbane Roar at Eden Park on Sunday. We'll also hear from uh, Finn Conchi as well. He's part of the Phoenix Academy and Reserves uh, set up. Uh, they've uh, just started the Central League, National League part of their programme, uh, getting in back into it for uh, what will be a long season and he's a player to watch One. Uh, particularly with some of the departures the Phoenix have coming up at the end of the season, who may well get an opportunity in the first team next season. So Finn Conchi's uh, going to join us, and we'll also hear from, uh, on Tuesday morning, I went along and caught up with Jane Patterson, uh, Raylene Castle, and Maya Jackman at the 100-day Uh, event that they had at Eden Park, marking 100 days until the Women's FIFA World Cup kicks off, and uh, i had a couple of interviews with them, and we'll play those out for you as well later on in the show. But earlier today, I headed along to Stonefields, uh, where Oceania football's headquarters are, because there is an OFC under-15 boys tournament on at the moment, and here as part of that uh, sent down from UEFA is... The former Real Madrid and uh, Sampdoria, Middlesbrough player, uh, former French international as well, Christian Karambu. This is my catch up with him earlier today. It is it. Uh, here at Stonefields, the OFC headquarters with World Cup winner Christian Karambu and Christian, uh, welcome to New Zealand. What Thank What you brings good. you to New Zealand?
1: Football brings me back uh, to uh, my roots and I think that uh, it's good to come back. It's always a privilege to be part of this kind of initiative where our Confederation, the uh, OFC Confederation and the UEFA assist are giving uh, the opportunity uh, for the youth League de- youth development uh, for our um, region and so far indeed uh, this tournament, is belong to our kids, where they can express themselves as uh, athletes, as uh, footballers, but also for our coaching to exchange knowledges and, and uh, expertise. And I think that is a great opportunity for our nations of the region uh, to meet uh, European nations. And, uh, and so far, indeed, it's a great experience for them. And that's uh, how uh, they build their pathway. And I think it's a great initiative and UEFA uh, Assist always try to, in this, through his program, to help the member uh, association, try to help uh, uh, the confederation where they can interact uh, through their um, uh, knowledges, expertise and, and exchange uh, uh, this kind of opportunities, yes,
0: now something that not everybody will know is you know they know Christian Karambu, the professional footballer, they know Christian Karambu, the world Cup winner, the French international, but you started your journey in Oceania
1: of course i'm from New Caledonia well educated from New Caledonia <laughs> and my roots uh, and i yes, all of me belong to New Caledonia, and I'm very proud of that and uh, When I travel uh, in the world, I know where I come from, I know where I belong to, and that's why it's always a privilege to come back here in the Mahori uh, Islands, and uh, yes, I'm proud of that, yes.
0: How did you end up representing France as opposed to representing New Caledonia?
1: For me, um, when I um, start to wear the jersey, for me, it was uh, a way to uh, show Uh, people where i come from and i stood up uh, for that i know it was hard for some people but for me it was natural to talk about it to tell where i come from uh, to give the visibility for my people and uh, that's why i i use if i may say that but for sure that i was the first one who express Uh, politically, where I come from. And uh, for me, it's part of my journey, it's part of my education, uh, to say so, yes.
0: So you're an example of, you know, for kids, uh, both boys and girls growing up, developing their football careers, you're an example of, you know, something they can aspire to, somewhere they can aspire to.
1: I hope so, I hope so. I think that uh, because of my pathway, uh, could be a model for our kids. uh, But somehow, like I said, uh, every pathway is unique And for me, I had these chances, the opportunity to go when I was 17 years old uh, to be in a French uh, league, but also in a French academy where I learned everything uh, about the environment, cultural environment, uh, nutritional environment, how to behave in and out of the pitch. And of course, gain this kind of experience, knowledges. Uh, Like I said, it's always a learning process every day how to achieve that calendar that uh, after many, many practices, exercises, I need to play in the end of of the week. And this was uh, very new for me. Mm. So I needed to adapt myself uh, to the culture, to the language, to the environment. So uh, indeed, yes, I think that uh, from the Pacific, when you eat uh, kumala or you eat... uh, Uh, the leaves uh, when you come there and you go to eat pasta and artichokes and some others it's new for you so you need to adapt also I just give you this kind of uh, details or examples but yes for sure you need to adapt that okay I can eat artichokes, but before I didn't so uh, it's because it's it's, uh, iron protein and so on so because it's part of our environment so I learned about this and of course I saw that myself, that I was not in the same level as the others. So, when I saw that there is a big gap about the quality, about uh, uh, the level, I need to work myself alone. So, I did work alone after any session, Uh, but for the benefits of myself, that I knew that, wow, this kid is better than me. How I achieve how I, I could become as uh, he uh, in his level same level so i teach myself i educate myself to be the same as them and also to be better than them uh, lecturing the game lecturing my opponent my teammates and this is how i learn and uh, and also listening to my uh, coaching uh, Uh, practice is trying to repeat the same, the best movement, the best thing, the best behavior in a team. And therefore, yes, uh, to have uh, this kind of mindset where uh, push you to the best pathway. So this is, yes, I learned this. uh, The professional environment is very different because we, from this region, we protect ourselves, our kids. We, We guide them in a certain way and sometimes good because we, we quickly, we are nailed when we are 15, 16 in our roads. I know that that uh, I can go to the field to cut trees or to uh, to maintain my family. I know. When I was 14, 15, I was doing this for my family. So going there when I was 17, I built myself in that airplane to say, OK, I'm going there. I don't know where, but at least I will come back, uh, not with a failure. I think I need to come back with something. But I don't know the purpose, because they just tell me, hey, they want to in Europe, in France, just go to try. It's a, an open, it was an open in p- the end, it's a World Cup. Yeah. It's a European uh, championship. It's all this, so...
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you're here for the under-15 OFC boys two, tournament. Two. If you could give those boys one piece of advice from your own experience, what would it be?
1: Today, they have the privilege to have the equipment. I started barefoot. There, they have equipment. There, they have facilities. And, and OFCs and, okay, today's welfare assist supported them to, to be part of this kind of environment. we we didn't have that at that time. But today they have all these items, tools, to be a better footballer than myself. And with the new technology, they can learn, they can observe, they can lecture, uh, and project themselves, visualize themselves, how they can be in the pathway. But uh, always, as always, I say that, okay, because I know where I belong to, that they need to listen to their families. If the family has the will, to give them this opportunity. And of course, to understand and to listen to the management, the coach, the educators, maybe professors, where they give them best advice is to be uh, first as a human being mm-hmm. and after as an athlete.
0: Now, I mentioned at the, at the start of this interview that mm-hmm. you're from New Caledonia, yes. but you played for France. Yes, true. Do you think that if you had played for New Caledonia, mm-hmm. That you would have been the Oceania player of the century instead of Winton Ruffer.
1: Uh, yes, I'm. I'm pretty sure of that. Yes, Winton has a fantastic career. We cannot take out take out uh, this from from Winton. No, no, no. He has been the, one of the best footballer uh, from our region. We need to respect that. Uh, me, I was. Uh, Uh, lucky to be part of this uh, French team and and to be able to win the World Cup, uh, the European Championship, to be with Real Madrid uh, champion also. So, uh, but as I said, we need to respect that. uh, And and that's it. This is, uh, each era have its own generation. So I think that winter deserve that and we, we don't need to talk about it. And that's it. And next will be, okay, I saw this with Tim Cahill. I hope that tomorrow this will be from here or from Salomon or from uh, Fiji or, or again from New Caledonia. Why not? But yes, for sure, that uh, I hope that tomorrow we will have a, one of, of our region, yes.
0: There has been talk uh, in the last six months or so that FIFA are going to be involved in helping Oceania um, launch a professional league. So there will be a professional league in Oceania which will give us more pathways. Do you foresee when that happens, that might open the door to, say, a Marseille or a PSG buying or operating those clubs in New Caledonia that will be part of this?
1: This is a question tag. But I think that, first of all, we need to think that in 100 days... We have a World Cup here mm. in our region and I think that we're going to see the impact of this and going to be a great impact because uh, the legacy of any event will give uh, confidence to our uh, region, how to um, host venues, how to, how to make this event uh, successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, very, I'm pretty sure they're going to be successful. Uh, And also how we deliver this event as uh, part of the region. I think that uh, in two years, uh, we will normally launch the Pro League. And I think that, yes, uh, any initiative will be good and benefits to our region. Because we need to start somehow. Because, like I said, I was barefoot. I didn't have any equipment. But this kid has now, today, now... And tomorrow we'll have the pro league. So I didn't have this pathway, it's different pathway. But tomorrow, yes, I think that any competition will help the growth of our uh, youth. So, uh, and they will be professional. They will be like bracket oh like, yes. like Messi or Cristiano because they need to dream like this. They need to purchase their dream that, yes, finally we have a pro league. I want to be part of this environment and and we will support OFC. say we support uh, any clubs all nations will, will support like i always said the old best have done that we can do the same
0: all right christian before uh, before i let you go right. um you have played with a lot of great players in your time True. i want to get your best 11 of players that you've played with
1: it's, it's very easy very the, the first national team, 98. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. That was quick. But yes, yes. I could give many names, but for sure that, yes.
0: Fantastic, Christian. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo and David Ball joins us now. Fresh out of the pool. Uh, Ball, are you doing your, doing, doing your best Baywatch impersonation walking around the pool, are you? you got, you got the red uh, budgie smugglers on?
2: Yeah, I tried to, mate. That's uh, that's for all the sailors he's always got the budget smugglers
0: on, so I'll leave that for the younger boys <laughs> with the, with a big big fix pack. Fair, <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, uh how have you bounced back uh from from the weekend? Uh disappointing obviously result in Melbourne, mate, but that pitch looked an absolute nightmare. I know the Blues and the Rebels had played on it just the day before. It looked bobbly as anything. Well what was it like to play on?
2: Yeah, it wasn't ideal. It was obviously um it, as it looked um quite um soft under the feet and uh, so it was quite heavy 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 pitch but you know that's not excuse cuz two teams playing on the same pitch so um unfortunately it wasn't uh, it didn't go to the, the plan that we wanted
0: no, I didn't, mate. And, and you know, Josh Laws, I, I I thought you know, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't argue the red card, but there was certainly no intent in it. And no, I thought you could probably put some of that down to the state of the pitch as well, because I think he just got a bad bounce, didn't he? Yeah, I
2: think obviously, you know, at first thought you're thinking, you know, go with your head, Lawsie, you know, and one of them ones, and uh, I think he's he, the bounces actually took him off guard, and he, he, he slipped into it, and uh, at the time there was no complaints from anyone. I think. Um, and probably they have. Hopefully, they take the pitch into consideration with their, you know, how long, how many games he does get.
0: Yeah, I, I think I've, I've seen he's only been given one, which uh, you would would suggest that, that that's exactly. Yeah, well, what there I've you done. go. That's
2: probably, that's probably suggested. Said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's good. That's it's really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is, mate. Um, obviously, uh, Scott had missed the game due to injury. Uh, I don't know how long he's out for, but uh, Nico came off the bench, um, so you got a ready, ready-made replacement.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think boxy has been fantastic since he's come in. He's, um, you know, he's a great guy and um, he's great to have around the, the building. He trains like a top pro every day and, um, you know, I think, you know, if he is called upon, he's ready to take that opportunity and um, I'm sure he will. Uh, obviously, having Scott back's you know, huge in terms of uh, he's great around the around the squad and he's got that calming influence at the back that probably we missed a little bit uh, over the weekend and um, I think he... Um, Hopefully I'm pushing him to to get back involved and
0: uh, to sign himself out. Well, it would be good to have him back, mate, Uh, ahead of this weekend against Brisbane and Auckland as well. I did notice about Boxy, though, I've got to say, uh, that when we were at the Sparks store, did the in-store up in Auckland here, there was queues of kids there lining up with players to get autographs, but it seemed to be all the mums were lining up to talk to Boxy. Did you notice that?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. I, I I do get on him every day. I tell him not to take his, his top off around me, so it just makes me feel bad, you know what I mean? Um I think that <laughs> he's like uh, he's built from uh, Greek stone or somewhere like that, I think. He's uh so he's um yeah, he's he's one of the, he's one of them. We have a we
0: have a good laugh about that and um he's um yeah, he's a great he's a great lad. He's a good man. He's a good man. Uh this weekend, mate, uh Brisbane. Uh they've been a they've been a bit up and down themselves this season. They but they did have a good win on the weekend, three now. What sort of challenge are they gonna be at Eden Park, do you think?
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna be a tough challenge. You know, they've got um they're still not completely mathematically out of it, so they're gonna still be hungry and um, you know, we've gotta we've gotta now pick ourselves up and um I think we've gotta we've gotta show how much we um as a team, want to to be cemented in those playoffs and um, put, put, put a result together as a as, as a squad. Obviously, like I said, it didn't go the way. Things things at certain times in the game the other day didn't go our way, and um, that's that's what happens when you you don't punish teams at, at certain times. And uh, I think the lads are all desperate now to to give everyone uh, that,
0: that much needed win that we need. Yeah, definitely need it. I mean, it says a lot about the league and how competitive the league is that uh, I think MacArthur are in 11th place and um, they're still not out of the playoffs with only three rounds left. So it's a tight uh, tight competition. Everybody's got something to play for.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think this year, more than any year that I've been here, I think uh, the league's been um, pretty, pretty over the Melbourne City. I think that obviously uh, they're setting the standard. Uh, above the rest, and uh, I think everyone else has um, has pretty. It's been pretty an even field in terms of uh, results, and why the table is like it is. So um, I think we just need to uh, get back to the get back to those basics, and and uh, absolutely right, work ourselves off to to make sure we get those three points, and um, we can get ourselves in there.
0: Well, I mean, three weeks ago, um, you know, we were talking about a home semi final. Now we're talking about just making sure we make the six. Um, obviously, Adelaide and the two Melbourne games haven't gone the way uh, that you would want want them to go. What's the conversation been like with the coaching staff? Have you managed to identify where things have gone wrong?
2: No, I think it's for us to, to get back to us and, and what what's made us a good team. And um, I think we've 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 all spoken. Um, you know, we need to sh- we need to show on 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 the field that how much we we actually we actually want it and, and want to be in there. I think we've gone away a little bit from uh, what we we're, we're good at, and we've had some chats and we've uh, we've spoken. We're all clear on on what we need to do for the next three weeks, and we've got to put everything aside, out you know, away from the game, and 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 just completely focus on these three weeks because it couldn't. You know, three weeks can quickly change into, into finals football and, um, you know, something amazing on your CV. So we can't let, we can't let that, that, uh, slide and the opportunities there. You don't get opportunities much in, in football, um, to actually be in, in this position. So, um, we need to grab it with both hands. And I think that's, that's sort of been the message that's uh, gone through the camp over the last couple of days.
0: How about the running? Uh, you're not playing at Wellington again until at least post season, and um, uh, depending on how things go. So, Auckland this weekend, then two games over in Sydney. How, how are you guys approaching that?
2: I think obviously Auckland speaks for itself. We've we've always gone up there. We've always got good energy about that place, and uh, it is sort of a it is a home game for us. So we need to make the most out of that. And um, then then we've got you know. We've got two really good fixtures over in in Sydney, so we've just got a, a, each game at a time now, and um, put every focus, like I said, put everything away for away for a second, focus as much as possible on uh, you know training well this week and uh, taking on Brisbane on the weekend.
0: You do have a good re- uh, a good record at Eden Park, but how is it for you as a player? Does it does it feel like a home game?
2: Yeah, it does. You know, it, it, there's always a good atmosphere. It's never it's never the same as Wellington, obviously. But there's always we we get a good turnout. The atmosphere is really good. The fans are are great, and um, it's been sort of a a place that lads, you know, enjoy going up and playing in because you know we have got so many fans and people up there who uh, support us. And I think it's I think it's good that we do go up there and uh, and play in front of those
0: fans. Yeah, mate, it's always good to have you guys up here uh, and, and seeing, uh, you know, in, in Auckland having uh, Eden Park uh, usually get a, a, a decent crowd as well. Uh, looking at uh, Brisbane, you've yeah. been looking at plenty of tape uh, this week, mate. Where where do you think that you can hurt them and, and where do you guys have to be careful?
2: I think they've, they've obviously, um, like you said, they've been up and down. And they, they, they can play in certain areas. They can, you know, they have got a couple of players that can hurt us and we've just got to nullify those things and um but basically the message has just been put, be you know back to our own what we are and what's made us um, the team we are today and and what's actually got us to the place that we are in this in this division at this moment in time and and uh we've got a it's more so working on on what we as a team need to do and uh I'm sure if we do those things right and we give that uh we give that uh, 110 percent of basics and uh, I think we can we can go and get the result. Uh
0: after that of course uh West Sydney and uh and MacArthur as well to finish. Uh, two clubs you've probably had the wood on this season so you know two possible wins there too.
2: Yeah, definitely I think um like I said we're just trying to look on the weekend and uh, we try not into, not to look too far ahead because uh we everything every point so important at the moment and uh I think uh we 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 are capable of going in uh and beating both of those teams, but we've 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 got to stress on the fact that we have to we have to go and get a result against Brisbane
0: in Auckland. Yeah, a hundred percent, mate. hundred percent. All right, mate. And uh, hey, before I let you go, I know you, you spent a bit of time at Manchester City earlier in your career. Three uh, nil at home against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. That's all right, isn't it? Uh, certainly, just just about a, a yeah. foot in the semi-final. Yeah, we'll take
2: we'll take that. I think uh, we've got a... a I think it's got at some point. It's got to be our year. Uh, I think Pep needs that one, so uh, I think we all need that one as a as city fans. So uh, yeah, it was a good result, and uh, I think a step in the step in the in the semis.
0: How much of a freak is Erling Haaland, mate? You you watch him and just think how the hell's he? Oh, do that? he's
2: complete. He's just, yeah, he's yeah. He's he's a, he's a freak of nature. He's a. I think I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and uh, I think Terry Henry was saying it's just like a. It's this new mold. This new mold of the old strikers, it's the, but it's the new generation where he's just obsessed with with scoring and goals. He's just uh, he sits he sits on the last the last man, and and you know Man City have got players that can create chances for him, and he's 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 just there to to, to score the goals, and he knows his place, and he's, he's just unbelievable, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean he didn't didn't uh, we well, did score one uh, today, uh, uh, but he I mean the the one I think the the best one was the the Bernardo Silver chance that he set up right there cross for the second goal yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. He's, he's just uh, he's, he's just an all round uh, striker that you'd want as a number nine an out and out number nine that just you know he causes so much problems with his running and his, and his aggression and
0: um, yeah I think he'd be a nightmare to play against. yeah 100% mate alright hey Borley thanks very much for giving us so much time today but, no uh, always good to chat yeah mate love it mate love it uh, travel safe to Auckland and, and best of luck for Sunday fingers crossed we get three points there eh Thanks, mate. Thank you, mate. 25 away from 4 o'clock here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to OPPO. Coming up shortly, we'll catch up with Finn Conchi from the Wellington Phoenix Reserve team. But uh, having a quick look at the weekend's action in the A-League, the Newcastle Jets tomorrow night take on MacArthur. This is in Newcastle. Jets $1.83, MacArthur eighty-three. Macarthur three sixty. Both sides can still make the knockout stages uh, of the playoffs. Uh, The draw at 375, I quite like. Newcastle are coming off a 3-0 loss to Brisbane. So, yeah, I don't know that they're up to much, to be honest. I think a draw there at 375 uh, looks the value. Then on Saturday, a big game between the Central Coast Mariners who currently sit third and top of the table Melbourne City Mariners are 2.63 at home Melbourne City 2.20 the draw 3.75 West Sydney Wanderers host Melbourne Victory as well they are $2.10 which I think is pretty good money for a team sitting in the top four against a team that is at the bottom of the pile Victory pay 3.20 the draw 3.30 then on Sunday the Phoenix are $2.10 favourites to beat the Roar who are paying $3 the draw 3.40 that game of course at Eden Park and the late game Sydney FC, $1.57 favourites to beat Ruben Zadkovich's Perth Glory, who are paying four fifty. the draw $4.00. When we come back, Finn Conchi joins us out of the Wellington Phoenix. It's 19 away from 4 o'clock here on SENZ Phoenix Nation. Thanks to OPPO and joining us uh, from the Wellington Phoenix Reserve side is Finn Conchi. G'day, Finn. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. It's a story, mate. You've uh, got your season uh, back underway after must have felt like a pretty short turnaround, but you're already three games in.
3: Yeah, no, nah, it's been, um, oh, I mean, it was. It felt like a long break, but it, it wasn't actually that long, and, yeah, back into it already.
0: Back into it already. Mate, uh, you also, of course, have had, uh, in the lead-up to this, the uh, international break, as it were. You were part of that New Zealand under-22 side uh, They got to take on China under-24s, both at uh, Mount Smart and at Sky Stadium. How was that experience?
3: Oh, yeah, no, nah, it was oh, unbelievable, really, playing... Some international games in New Zealand against, you know, like a very um, big country like China. So, yeah, it was just good to get a few games under before, you know, coming back with the with the club
0: team. I was going to say, yeah, uh, not only a big country, but a big side, man. That uh, that side they look pretty physical. I mean, I was at the Mount Smart game, and I think it was 14 fouls to one at the end of the first half. I just wanted to kick you off the park. How did you guys find it?
3: Uh yeah, no, we um yeah they were they were definitely very big Um, but we um, we were a bit frustrated in the first half I think yeah that first half was very difficult but we came out in the second half really like just ready to have a better go at them and kind of show a bit more energy about us so yeah it was good
0: what was the biggest challenge with them I mean you know uh, obviously you you. you played predominantly most of your uh, football here in New Zealand so playing a team out of Asia like that did they do anything differently was there anything you had to do to adapt to the way you played uh, to counter them um
3: i think oh predominantly is just how athletic they were like they were all very you know fast very fit players so and like not and in New Zealand it's um just completely different like not everyone's as quick like every one of their players was very like very quick and very very strong on the ball. So I guess we kind of had to just be prepared to really kind of battle it out at times and um, do everything we could with the ball rather than make it a make it a bit of a fight.
0: What was the difference in level for you? I mean, obviously you've played National League here in New Zealand, but what was the difference in in level playing uh, at, at international level? Oh,
3: uh, um, wasn't too much as. Big of a jump as I thought it would be, but it definitely was a a different level of like just the intensity about the game and everything was a lot quicker than what what we usually get in the national league and yeah I think that the main thing was just like the level
0: of intensity was a lot higher. You got uh, Paul Temple running uh, the New Zealand under twenty two team, which uh, must have been good for you. A bit of continuity, obviously runs the academy as well. How, uh, uh, so not too much change. Did you, you effectively sort of try and execute the same way that you would have for the Phoenix Rizz-
3: Um, Yeah, no, it's pretty. He's it translated well for all of us Phoenix boys going into that. Was you know it wasn't too different. I mean. He did set us up in a different formation to what we play at the Knicks, but it's still kind of like he still wanted the same things, just like a lot of energy, a lot of bravery on the ball, so it wasn't it wasn't too different really yeah.
0: Now your season so far, you've kicked, uh, you've you've had three games. You got Petone, uh this weekend, uh, three o'clock on Saturday. You've had two wins and a loss, but uh, man, you must have taken a lot from. I know it was a loss, but you must have taken a lot from the game against Wellington Olympic. I mean, they're basically one of the two top clubs in the country if you go on last season, uh, and they they only beat you by a ninetieth minute goal.
3: Yeah, no, nah, we were pretty gutted about that, but like. At, it's not. It's not a ter- terrible result, in considering how early the it is on in the season, so um, we've just got to really like be prepared for those games coming further down the line in the season. And like, yeah, they are a very good, big side, and very experienced with a lot of players that have been playing Central League and National League for a long time now. So, I mean, we obviously would have loved to have gotten a point. Out of that, or or three at times, that like we thought we created enough chances to get three points. But um, no, nah, we, we weren't we weren't too disappointed with it, obviously. But um, no, nah, we'll just be ready for when we play them away.
0: It yeah, always get always good to get the W or the draw if you can't, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, mate. Uh, Finn, uh, what about uh, yourself? Your game? Um, I know you work with Paul Temple, obviously you work with Chris Greenacre a lot down there. How much do you get to work with the first team and train and, and and play with those guys?
3: Um I haven't had too much involvement with them over the past I mean I've trained with them here and there a couple times last year. I haven't trained with them at all this year but like some of some of those boys like playing with like Sam Sutton for example in at like the 23, the 22s. And stuff like that like working with those guys is really good and um nah it's you, you do you do still win like say Rufa dropped down from the national league like getting when he was just coming back from injury it was like really good kind of getting a lot of advice from those older guys, and you know especially people in my position it's, yeah it's it is like it is very good.
0: What sort of player would you describe yourself as? Because, I mean, you know, at, at the Phoenix, uh, the way the men, the first team play, they they two play basically with two sixes, right? One kind of is the ball winner, one kind of quarterbacks at a wee bit. Um, it, I know you can play as an eight, but I also know that you play a bit as a six. How, how do you see yourself?
3: Um, I definitely see myself more of a six uh, currently, just with um, all the teams that I'm involved in right now is there's no, there's not really an eight position for me, but um, no, I'm definitely more of a six. Like, um, I love to get on the ball, and just kind of, you know, show my range of passing. So like, I feel like the six role is kind of the best suited for that.
0: Yeah, uh, in terms of players that you look at, uh that you learn from at the Knicks, I mean, you know, I, I look at that team, I mean Stevie Ugarkovich, obviously a very good player. Uh Roofs tends mm-hmm. to win the ball and then give it to someone else and Clayton Lewis kinda has a bit of that quarterback about him. Uh is is are those guys or you know, is one of those guys more than the other who you kinda model yourself on?
3: Um, yeah. Oh I I like I w I wanna be able to do both really. Like I wanna be able to win a lot of ball back, but I also want to Um, you know, kind of start and create things as well within the squad, so I I like to take bits from all of them, I mean like Clay's amazing on the ball and really like good at finding like good forward passes, so I want to take like bits and pieces from them and then you got Stevie's unbelievable with his work rate and he can do a bit of both and um, and then Roos is just like so reliable on the ball and Yeah, wins a lot of tackles and is very busy on the field as well. So I kind of want to just draw on bits and pieces from all of them, really.
0: Now, next season... I know I'm looking, looking for, uh, a bit further forward, but next season, we know Clayton's not going to be there and we know Steven Yugakovic isn't going to be there. Uh, but we're keeping most, at this stage anyway, as far as we're aware, we're keeping most of our imports, which means they're going to be looking for Kiwis and Aussies to fill those spots. You're at the club, you're playing mm-hmm. midfield. Have you had those conversations you know, with maybe Ufuk and, and, and talked about what you need to do this year so that you're in the conversation uh, to get promoted into the first team squad for next season to maybe take one of those places?
3: Um, currently, no, I haven't really, I've been talking to Greenie a bit about like what I need to do to kind of be in that conversation and really just like, it's quite hard right now with them constantly being away and they're not, they're in no need of, um, sixes to kind of bolster their squad at the moment. So I haven't really had a look in yet, but I mean, to see, like, like seeing that a lot of the Sixers are moving on, that like that is the end goal. Hopefully to break into that squad in whatever capacity I can, and um, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm here if they need me. So
0: just about taking uh, uh, those opportunities, right? I mean, uh, you've got the the central league home and away, which is going to be what about 18 games, and then the national league as well. So you've got plenty of time to prove yourself. What's have you set yourself personal goals as well as team goals for the season?
3: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I've like, especially me and the the midfielders, have all set goals on how we can help improve the team, and like we think we can add a couple more goals from the midfield, and maybe and goals and assists really is what we've kind of thought has been needed for us, considering last season we weren't scoring as much as we thought and we would, and we just kind of want to. And like for me, I want to. I still haven't got a central league goal yet. In my, this is my fourth year in the central league, so I'm I'm looking to get my first
0: goal there, and then. That would suggest you're more like Alex Rüfa than you know.
3: International, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you one of those players that just bangs them in from everywhere at training, and that just you just don't get the opportunity at games?
3: Oh, I'd like to say so, but maybe some of my teammates wouldn't agree with
0: that. <laughs> I like your honesty, Finn. I like your honesty. Uh, all right, mate. Hey, listen, before I let you go, it's always good to uh, to get to know you a little bit better outside of your football. So I've got I've got five quick questions for you. you ready for those? Yep. All right, mate. Uh, if I grab your phone right now, have a look. Uh, what's on your Spotify playlist?
3: Um, a lot of UK UK grime and rap. Um, but of sl few English rappers are what I'm listening to these days.
0: Yeah, a lot of lot of the old hippity hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> old man speak, mate. Old man speak. Hey, uh, what about if you've got a a weekend off, mate? No training, no game. You got a you got a free day. You can ever uh, you can eat what you like, do what you like. What does that, that What does that day look like? Um, I just
3: try catch up with a lot of my mates that are not really involved in the footy scene. See what they're up to, go for a go for a coffee and kind of just lax it with those boys.
0: And in terms of uh, what you're watching, mate, are you, have you got a TV show? You got a a movie that's a favourite of yours that you keep an eye on?
3: Oh yeah, oh, I watch a lot of TV shows and uh, movies, but I'd definitely say the one TV show I'm interested in watching these days is the the new Netflix show, Night Agent.
0: Oh, cool. we'll check yeah. it out, mate. Bit of watch one it. of those spy shows. Yeah. Ah, bit of a, yeah, okay, bit of a spy one. All right, that's that's always good. I'll add that to the to the must watch list, mate. Uh, who do you support? Um, I'm a big Liverpool man. Oh, that's unlucky. Uh, all right, and uh, finally, yeah. mate. Um, when you were a kid uh, and you you know you had the posters on your wall, you wanted the shirt for Christmas with the name on the back. whose shirt was it? Who was your hero oh, growing Steve up? Stephen Gerrard for sure. Stephen old, Steven, old yeah. Slippy G, eh? Slippy G. Yeah. Yeah, good uh, good stuff, mate. Like <laughs> too late, too late. As a United fan, I can't help myself, Finn. <laughs> Go well, my friend. Hey, thanks very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, good luck uh, against Petoni this weekend, day, eh? And hopefully, we'll see you in that next first team sooner rather than later. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. Uh, Finn Conchi there with us out of the Wellington Phoenix reserves. We are six away from four.